0: sharing success stories and motivating others join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary hey there podcasters are you looking to take your show to the next level let me introduce you to podtask the innovative platform that simplifies the podcasting process and equips you with the tools you need to succeed with Podtask, you can say goodbye to the headache of managing multiple tasks and deadlines. This app provides a comprehensive systemization and task management platform that helps you streamline the podcasting process. And it doesn't just stop there. Podtask also offers AI based marketing tools to give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like Podtask to keep you on track. It helped me save so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you want to take your podcast to the next level, be sure to check out PodTask. As a special offer to my listeners, you can sign up today and get started with their free forever plan by visiting creativevisionariespodcast.com forward slash podtask. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to a dynamic guest, Lindsay Phillips. Lindsay,
1: welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Good to chat with another person in the content marketing sphere and podcasting world.
0: Yeah. So tell us about your business and what it is that you do.
1: For sure. So we I used to be a VA and grew a VA agency then we morphed down to content marketing, which is still kind of like the foundation of our company. Um, And then just podcasting was doing really well and my clients were getting success. I launched my own podcast and what have you. Um, And then I just wanted to niche down. It's like there's power in niching down, right? Absolutely. And yeah, so we produce, launch, um, and promote and leverage podcasts and um but i'm looking at pivoting ever so slightly and focusing more so on the guest. So when you're a guest on a podcast, how to leverage that opportunity? But my leverage system, it works for podcast hosts or guests, so it's all good.
0: And so you've built this framework around a system that you call the podcast leverage system. Mm-hmm. So how how do you help people walk through that system or what's your first steps when you you come in and encounter with a podcast guest or a podcast host.
1: Yeah, I do um, audits. So I have a podcast leverage audit for a host and a guest so that I can kind of see um, where they are publishing their podcast or podcast dec- guest experience, mm-hmm. where they're distributing, how they're using the content and kind of like where they're marketing it and how they can even optimize it for conversions as well right because I mean podcasting as you know it's like yes there's the relationships kind of part of it but there is exposure visibility authority that you want to boost you want to get leads clients I mean there's so many reasons why but you want to make sure that you are getting so much bang for your buck when you are producing a podcast because it does take a lot of work
0: yeah, and you know, as a podcast host, you, it's a labor of love. Unless, yeah. <laughs> unless Please, you figure out, yeah. yeah, unless you figure out the way to monetize it and make it work for you. And one of the things that I love about the podcasting space, which is perfect for you and your business, is that. There's so much content that comes out of a podcast and you can just splinter that in so many different ways, audio, video, text, quotes, graphics, like social, there's, it's almost endless on what you can do with one single episode. And so I love that you're helping these hosts and these guests to figure out how to leverage that. And I think it's really important, the guesting side of things, especially as a host, I see that guests don't take advantage of the opportunity that is in front of them for one they they're yeah. like okay yeah i'll go on your show and and do a pitch or whatever it is they have something that they want to pitch but yeah they're really not thinking about um the opportunity that's in front of them and then also thinking about what's what comes next right so once you've been on a show as a guest there's so much that you can do to either leverage the content that the host is putting together for you to share on your own sites, to, you know, build a network to refer business. There's just so much opportunity there. So I love that you're kind of coaching and helping people see that value.
1: Yeah. And I just remember, you know, years ago when I was creating, you know, I had my own podcast, but then I was trying to do video and I was writing blogs and I'm like, there's only so much of me to go around. So I was like, how can I use one thing and use it well and like leverage the heck out of it? Um, and so that's kind of like where the need was in my brain. Cause I'm, and then there's some people where they're like, what the heck am I going to post next week? And they're rattling their brain for like it. And then nothing gets posted. You're inconsistent
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're not showcasing yourself as the expert. Meanwhile, you've got this beautiful body of work that you can just. Pull everything out of. Um, and I agree with what you said about like some guests on shows and it's happened to me too. And I'm sure you the same where it's almost like a lot of guests rely on the host mm-hmm. to boost their visibility and it's not being reciprocated, but also they're not using it to their own advantage yeah. to, to showcase their expertise.
0: Yeah. The, and and if the host is putting together all this great content and, and they don't take advantage of it, it's almost like shame on you. <laughs> I know.
1: I'm like, it's crazy. Why would you not? Um, so my system is based on four parts, one of them being, you know, publish, distribute, uh, multiply and repurpose. And the biggest thing I think is that they don't realize that they can publish their own post on their website for the guest appearance. And you could, yes, you get an image from them, but you can even create your own image that has their cover art on it to say, look, I was featured on this podcast. Yeah. Um, so you can create your own graphic. And I've been a guest on shows where my bio has been on their page but there's nothing about what I talk about in the episode or like questions that have been asked, like nothing. So I've literally written my own show notes for the show that I guested on so that I have content for my podcast, for my post.
0: Yeah. So and then I
1: that way it gives me the text to be able to SEO it. But it also gives people a hook. of like, oh, that's what she covered. Yeah, I want to listen to that.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and you just touched on it briefly, the SEO part of things is the other thing that that people don't leverage is the website right so yeah if you post the show notes uh transcribed you know highlights link back to the podcast link to the guests or the hosts website mm-hmm. there's all of this seo like magic happening in the background yeah. that is going to help you even on the hosting side and the guesting side whatever side you come from um that It's like, you have to think of that in your system and your strategy that you're putting together too, because there's, again, it'd be a missed opportunity.
1: Absolutely. And honestly, it's like most of the like contacts that I get, you know, where they fill out the contact form or whatever, or reach out to book a call. I'm like, oh, where'd you hear about me? And it's either podcasts or they Googled me. And so I know, yay, my SEO is working (laughs) and obviously podcasting is working. Um, But yeah, you definitely want to pay attention to that. And as well, a lot of guests will post to like the iTunes link that the host shared or their page or whatever. But really you want people to know about what it is that you do and you want to convert them to your e-list. You want them to sign up for X, Y, Z. So you want to push them to your website. And then of course, huge amount of real estate there. You can have call to actions and images Mm -hmm. throughout it. You can have a pop-up. You can have like that sidebar real estate, you know, lead magnets, your Facebook group, whatever that is, um, use that and optimize that real estate so that you can convert those listeners and they come into
0: your world. As a podcaster, you know, that creating great content is only half the battle. That's where Remarker comes in. Remarker is a podcast branding production and marketing solution. Whether you're a seasoned podcaster or just starting out, Remarker will help you grow your show and build your authority. So why wait? Head to creativevisionariespodcast.com slash Remarker. That's R-E-M-A-R-K-R. Where you can book a demo and discover how Remarker's full service approach can benefit you and your podcast. Yeah. So touch uh, talk about the the content that you're producing, right? So either on on pick a side, guest or host, yeah, you know, um, the content that you're coming to a podcast with. Why and how is that so important?
1: So to me, it's like you want to make sure that A, you're showcased as the expert so that you have control over the content, especially if you're a guest. Um and if you're a host, obviously, again, you've got that body of, of content. There's so many little nuggets of information in there that are golden. Um, but you want to make sure that you're in front of as many eyeballs as possible. And like so many podcasters do not record video. So therefore, they're not they don't do reels. They don't do um, like little short videograms, if you want to call them that. Yeah. They don't put that on YouTube. And of course, YouTube being like one of the biggest well, the second biggest search engine people do listen to podcasts, whether they're watching the video portion of it, or it's even a static image. They are listening to podcasts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I even, um, a client of mine, there was a, there's always new directories and stuff that come up. Right. And so we put her on verbal audia was a, a couple of them. And as soon as we did that, her number of downloads went up. Um, and, and same with myself when I went on good pods, um, my number of downloads went up and then I started getting more traction on good pods. And then like I think last week I posted, I was number eight in the marketing category, business category yeah. for good pods. I'm like, yay. Um, so it's like, if you're not on though all of those apps or mm-hmm. as much as you can, then there's a whole pool of audience that you're not not being able to touch and attract.
0: Yeah. So you, you talked about good pods. Is that like a platform for the listeners? So is that a platform that feeds from like a buzzsprout or is that something specifically that you have to go into to have your content published on?
1: No, some of them, some of them we do have to upload direct, um, like uh, audio and verbal, they don't necessarily auto populate. I forget which mm-hmm. one doesn't um but good pods yeah it's like you sign up and then you put in your rss feed and then it just sucks it in and like
0: <laughs> Does and you, it's think, magic
1: <laughs> yeah it is magic really it's like fantastic that rss feed is the best thing ever um but some of them you do have control over like what your your profile is if you will yeah. um yeah so some have more features than others
0: so talk about, um, the advertising side of things, right? So there's a difference between organic and paid ads or paid marketing, I guess you would mm-hmm. say in the podcasting space. So talk about one, what's the difference and how you can grow, uh, one over the other.
1: So to me, like, yeah, there's Facebook ads, there's LinkedIn ads, there's Google AdWords, YouTube, um, I know I've known some people to get really good success with Facebook ads, Um, YouTube and Google AdWords. It's kind of really hard to like navigate that. And you really got to spend a lot of money, but Facebook it's more doable for people. Um, Actually one of the Jason Hunt, I can't remember the name of his company right now, but he was on my show and he does Facebook ads for his show and his clients. And so basically there's like video again, video snippets, right. That are like little previews or make like a media reel, Um, and make sure that it's branded for your podcast so that they know that it came from the podcast, you know, put that out there and whoever views them, you can do a retargeting campaign to then like basically, hey, like subscribe to my podcast kind of a thing. And he has gotten so much more um, like downloads, subscribers, whatever to his podcast because he is paying to put it in front of an audience that would take longer to do it organically. And then once they're listening, they end up, you know, coming into his world, so to speak. But it, it, I haven't done it yet for mine. Just honestly, I just haven't got around to it, but it's definitely <laughs> a good strategy.
0: Yeah. And I think just like any marketing, what, what you do organically is going to be amplified with paid, Mm -hmm. right? So if you want to supercharge what you're doing organically, like start doing paid advertising for whatever marketing funnels or podcasts or whatever service that you have, because that's definitely going to get more eyes and more uh, impressions on what it is that you're doing. So, you know, it's it's a strategy that everyone has to think about at some point implementing into their business.
1: And it is good to do like you don't want to do it when you get out of the gate necessarily because you kind of want to work out those kinks. You want to see like check out the stats and like whether you're using Libsyn or Buzzsprout or whatever, like which topics are resonating, which, you know, if you're doing solo episodes or if you're interviewing, which ones are getting the most downloads and where. And then you can kind of see even with social, like what approach or tone or messaging is attracting more attention and then you can kind of craft your Facebook ads from that because you already know what's going to work.
0: Yeah. Well, I wanted to kind of go back to the, the podcast leverage system and talk about those steps that you have implemented. Do you find that there is a, a certain spot through this process that people get hung up on or they get stuck in the system that they can't really get to the final product to really leverage what it is that you what you uh, help them with?
1: That's a great question. No one's ever actually asked me that. (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, we do get stuck sometimes. Right. One of it is time, right? Like, especially as a business owner. And if you're a podcast host, like generally like you're running a business Mm -hmm. and so you have time to record, but you don't necessarily have all the time to craft the social media, create the reels, create the, all those assets. Um, so they just, feel stuck and they don't necessarily reach out, you know, for help. Yes, you can have a VA do it. And then obviously, you know, hire an agency or, or a content marketing team, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, the other element too, is it's almost like they get stuck in their own head, like mentally, like I've had so many people, you know, they do a podcast, they do a blog and it's like, oh, I can't do a video on that topic. I've already used the topic. And yeah. I'm like, Mm -mm. like a they're not going to remember and also what someone reads there's people that like like to listen there's people that like to watch there's people that are on instagram and they're not really on facebook or whichever vice versa right or they're on your email list and they absorb your email it's like there's no tomorrow right um (laughs) so you want to make sure that you are in front of all of those people Mm -hmm. um at the
0: time that they need what you're talking about or yeah it's all about timing too
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a valid point. And people aren't going to remember. It's like, you know, and even like when you do a podcast topic, you can take one little nugget out of that and then do a video on that or a Mm -hmm. reel or whatever that may be. Or if you write a blog, totally do a podcast episode on it because 10 bucks says you did that blog like seven months ago it's buried on your site. They're not going to know that it's there, yeah. um, and you're you're leaning towards a different audience that listens to podcasts anyway. So it's like reuse and repurpose what you have. It'll make your life so much easier.
0: Yeah, and and I think people too might get hung up on the fact that oh somebody somebody already answered this question or somebody has already talked about this topic. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny that you know you have to really think about each person is unique. Like in in business. There's people who do the same thing, right? But we all still have enough business because there's different nuances or core values or personal beliefs or whatever it is that align with what you're doing as a a business or an individual. So when you have a topic, even if somebody else has talked about it, they're not going to talk about it the way that you will talk about it or write about it or how you'll explain it. And so you really have to know that there is value in putting your spin or your voice on that specific topic and and not shying away from that
1: totally agree and even the whole thing about like people have to see read or absorb some information like seven times before it actually sinks in Cause it's like, I don't, I don't even remember what I did yesterday, let alone like <laughs> what I read or watched last week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> They're not going to remember. And it's okay to repeat the same message. Like, yeah. cause then all of a sudden one day it'll be like, Oh, that makes yeah. total sense. Just because you worded it ever so differently or framed it in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm. Or the person, like you said, is in a different mindset. That yeah. Time. yeah. Well, so okay. True. So I want to, I want to wrap this up with, with two questions. So what do you see is the bi- biggest mistake that podcast guests make? And what's the biggest mistake that podcast hosts make?
1: Ooh, um, the biggest mistake that guests make is a two. Can I say two? Yeah, you can.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. It, one is not providing, like, having a resource or a lead magnet or a next step for someone to take after an interview. And the other one is to, like, not, like, like what we've just talked about today, right, is not leveraging it, not putting it on your website, and not sharing it on social in multiple different ways. Yeah. For a host... I definitely think giving up too soon and that because you you see Podfade, there's so many podcasts that don't go past 10 is it is a long-term game. It will compound against itself and don't be afraid to use all the connections and collaboration opportunities that you have in front of you. Um, It's not just about the listeners and then the downloads. It's really, it's about all facets of it.
0: Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for being thank a guest you. on the show in true fashion. I've got to ask, uh, where can people find you or, or <laughs> what offer do you have to, to lead people to?
1: For sure. They can go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com slash leverage. And uh, I've got a ton of resources depending on whether you're a guest or a host or what phase of podcasting you're in.
0: Well, awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also, make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.